This is a production of NASCAR Dosage, made by the fans, for the fans. NASCAR Dosage, for the fans, by the fans, for you, the fans. Welcome to another episode. That's the appropriate way to start a podcast. Damn it. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Hold up. CJ's struggling. I am. I was trying to big brain this morning. Yeah. I figured I have, so nobody else can see this apparently, but there's a splitter on my headset. Yeah. So like for your mic and your, like most gaming PCs, I, like anytime I have just the laptop open, I can't talk to you. That's where you're always like, he can't, he can't hear us. And then you start laughing because you see me get pissed off and walk away from my laptop, like <laughs> hands up, whatever. <laughs> How are you doing this morning, my friend? Oh, you know, I'm, there's a lot of racing to unpack from this weekend. Yes. We had three NASCAR races into follow the leader race from the most part that I could see down in Miami, which that didn't surprise me, but. Yeah, that, that was a, I, I, but let's go with, with that one first because Miami, I actually really liked that track. I did too. I really liked it. I liked it too, but. I think it's interesting to see if that track stays like permanently up year round. I, I know there's part, portions of it that I think don't, don't well, stay. It's in a, it's in a parking lot. So. I, th- th- that third, um, the turn 13, 14, 15 uh, complex, that yeah. really narrow one, that was sick. Yeah. That was really cool, too. I, I thought the track major, came out a lot different. Uh, major Azerbaijan. Yeah. To it. Oh, yeah. I was getting, like, some crazy, like, Baku and, like, the old Valencia circuit mixed with, like, some of like the old Istanbul kind of ish course layout. There's just a lot of really cool vibes from that, yeah. that racetrack. If it stays, I could see other series running really well there. I think for formula one, it might be a little tough, but with that long straightaway, if you had like a good, you know, like a sports car race or something. I was going to say, I think like IMSA. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. The slipstream battles that you'd end up having, I think. Oh yeah. Can we talk about the, the trap speeds? Like for that, that's a temporary course like we just explained outside the Hard Rock uh, Stadium yeah. in Miami. And I don't even think it was technically in Miami. I think it was like a county next to it or a, a town next to it. I mean, but, it's closer to Miami than Homestead Miami is. True. That's a very yeah. good point. Very good point. Yeah. Um, Miami is like 45 minutes outside of Miami, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hard because... Rock Stadium's like 10. <sighs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But yeah. 207 and a half miles an hour was Carlos Sainz. Or no, Sergio Perez, excuse me. His yeah. trap speed. Because um, yeah, the, the, Bull, the Red Bulls were hooked up for the straights. It's an interesting, it's going to be an interesting Formula One season now that upgrades are going to finally start. You know, they usually start to deploy at least some of them 
you know, around this time of the year as the weather starts getting hotter around everywhere they go. And yeah, it was interesting, man. It's going to be cool to see what Red Bull does if Honda's like, hey, I want to come back and hang out with you guys again. Yeah, I just, I don't, until, I don't until think 2026 happen, when, you know, Porsche and Audi are going to be like, hey. Hey, hey. You guys. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Porsche and Audi are going to be like, there. so, hey, we're new to this whole racing thing. And then someone's going to be like, you're what? And then <laughs> Porsche and Audi are going to be like, hold on, hold on. Yeah, just put the truck over there. Sorry, we had our last like 25 years of Le Mans wins that were dominant to go park and put over there. <laughs> Nobody else has done anything in the last 25 years, but those two that's been like truly insurmountable, like the way they've, they dominated Le Mans. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. I think too, to see if they go the Ferrari and alpha route, which is that it's the same engine. You just brand it, you know, well, just I mean, change the brand. if anything, VW will be like, Haha, our engine. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like the Spider-Man meme where like everyone's like pointing and like looking at each other, except there's going to be three of them all looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Three Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche. <laughs> oh. But it was a cool F1 race, man. What do you think about a third one in the United States, though? Well, we're going to get that next year. That. Right. Um, we're going to get that next year with Las Vegas. Did you see they bought the land? Yeah. On the strip? That's insane. A quarter of a billion dollars. They bought it. Yeah, well, Liberty Media has a shit ton of money, so. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. they literally bought the F1 series. Like, that's who owns F1. They bought, they're like, oh, you want us to buy the F1 plot of the land? <laughs> well, we bought the F1. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and you know what's funny is you don't have to do some made-up British accent because Liberty Media is an American company. They are American. So is Zach Brown and Michael Andretti and I'm glad to see that Formula One is going American. And I will, I was curious to ask because I made a really interesting observation yesterday. This sounds silly. And you brought it up last night as we were racing, sim racing, uh, 19 terabytes of yeah. information. It was yeah. shared during the race. The amount of fans there that were genuinely excited. I was like, holy crap. There was yeah, more enthusiasm there. They had than- to pay like over $2,000 a seat. That's the problem, right? It's going to be a very niche, very high end, ritzy, yeah. whatever. But as a Vegas motorsport fan, yeah, well, it kind of has to be though. You know, like it's Vegas. You're going to be putting out these tickets at places where, like, you know, people are already going to spend thousands of dollars. People already take like five, six grand, put it aside, and be like, "All right, I'm going to Vegas. I want to be degenerated." <laughs> but I guess I the want to be a is- degenerate for the weekend. <laughs> laughs and uncomfortable realism (laughs) but really it was it was pretty cool to see everybody all you know excited and truly their support in the series and i i hope to see more formula one in america i i think three is probably good if they go to a fourth round in america i think it would have to be indianapolis i i think if anything they only need two races it'll England or Britain is the biggest market for F1 and they only go there once a year. Yeah, now, but it's so granted, small. I was going to say, granted, the US is like it's how huge. many times the size of England? Right. You know, right. It's a huge expanse and the market's here. Yeah. You know, like there's, there are people here that still see it as like niche and interesting. Drive survives made up bullshit has made the US market for F1 insanely huge. Right. And to the rest of them, they already had F1. Yeah, like they've only, they've only really known Formula One 
the U.S. market has had IndyCar and NASCAR for the better part of 20 years. Which is really exciting because it's not like, oh, we already have really good racing here. Why would we want Formula One? It's like, uh, yeah, we want all the really good racing here. Yeah. That's like the vibe. We want all the, the top series of the motorsports world to come to the U.S. Yeah. It's the greatest yeah. country in, in the world. It's the greatest country in America. The greatest country in America. I mean, considering that, like, the, there are two continents that are America. So, I mean, you're not wrong by the statement, then. That's a very valid point. Sorry to it's our Canadian point. and Mexican friends. But, uh, yeah, you ain't American. In the United States, patriotism. Yeah. <laughs> Send that weird man back to Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit speaking of chicken country nascar uh, i guess we might as well talk about our lovely race we didn't even get into nothing about it we didn't really say much about the f1 race uh max Verstappen wins his third race that he completes on the year it's kind of crazy anytime he finishes a race this season he's winning the damn thing it goes to Uh, show how fast that car really is red bull definitely hit it with this car they just needed to have their own engine department they doing to get the engine department things. And then once yeah. they did that, it's kind of like, ah, you guys are now. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting anchor out. <laughs> Ferrari, you thought you were fast? Nope. Verstappen's going, <laughs> my championship now, bitch. <laughs> he's not even leading the damn thing yet, but I sure as hell bet that he's going to be there by the end of it. Oh, yeah. Laughs in Adrian Newey. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hmm. Let's see the the guy that was the uh, what was he? He was the race engineer for the only American Championship in F one, and now he's the designer mm-hmm. for uh, Red Bull. Red Bull. Huh. Red Bull. Huh. I think it was interesting too that had come out this weekend. Um, I guess somewhat related to the race, but Zach Brown confirmed that McLaren is not for sale. There was never any talks when we, you know, we brushed on um, Volkswagen and Audi wanting to jump into F1 uh, or Porsche and Audi with the Volkswagen group would be the correct way to say it. I think um, there was talks about them wanting to buy McLaren outright, like Audi McLaren would have been the name of the team. And they all collectively together were like, how about no? Yeah, so I thought that was pretty fascinating that they had to say, like, no, you can't just buy McLaren. Like, we jokingly had said, like, oh, we didn't want to buy the land the F1 is on. We bought the F1. Like, it, is that, like, how this is going to keep playing out in Formula One? Like, is it People just going to become more team. and more, like, financially unaccessible to everyone? Oh, yeah. 100%. Even with the, you know, cost gap or cost cap that they're making. I still don't think it's going to be something that. Yeah, it's really helpful. All right. Thank you for capping it at like, you know, half a billion dollars instead of a full billion dollars. Whereas we were talking. It's it's 145 million. Still better. Supposedly. Um, You understand that 145 million though. Just to put this into perspective of the fans out there. If you were to think in terms of like a Napa, right. Or in terms of like an ally, they're probably paying somewhere in the neighborhood of like, I'd say between 16 and 18 and a half million yeah. for a primary sponsorship on a cup series team. Yeah. We're talking 145 million or to run two cars, however many rounds, 21 rounds, 23 rounds. Yeah. So 23 times plus your handful of test sessions. So for 25 times 
maybe 26 times, the car is going to get used. It's $145 million. That's outrageous. Like, yeah, thanks for your cost cap. That's really, that's really, really helping things. Yeah. But though I, I understand it, I get it. We need to have that level of racing. We need to have that level of motorsports exist in order for the automotive industry to benefit from it. But I mean, shit. Making my coffee. I, I bought think, the, uh... I'm over here. I bought the little bag of uh, the coffee because I was like, damn, this shit's expensive. <laughs> I only need this Jesus Christ. Get some oh, real yeah, coffee. This is, this is real coffee. This is all they had at the box. It's just a French dark roast. It's sugared coffee. I don't know how much sugar is in this. It's dark roast, so typically it's pretty bitter. (laughs) Eh, I don't know. Usually I'm (laughs) okay-ish. Ish? (laughs) Tried to slide that in there. I'm in danger. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to slide that in there. Okay, guy. This guy over here thinking he's funny or something. I don't know what the hell. But with that, let's look at just some Formula U points. Formula U. As Winval would say in all his amazingness. Formula <laughs> U. I am uh, Charles Leclerc Let's leads Max Verstappen by 19 points. Sergio Perez is another 19 points behind Verstappen with... George Russell being seven points behind him. Uh, Carlos Sainz in fifth is six points back of Russell. And then Lewis Hamilton is sixth with 36 points. Carlos Sainz has 53 for reference. And then Lando Norris has 35. Valtteri Bottas has 30. Esteban Ocon has 24. And Kevin Magnussen is still 10th in points in a Haas with 15. Uh, America! <laughs> That is how this show is going to go whenever we talk about F1. Because America! Yeah! (laughs) I think it's awesome that if you look at how Kevin Magnuson has been running also, it certainly, I think, shows what his time in IMSA did. What his time in a DPI car really did. Because that was like, you remember when he went to Watkins Glen the the, the first time, excuse me, in the Cadillac? And they were talking about how late he broke. He was basically like, he already had the car turned into the first half of the bus stop and then broke. So he was ostensibly taking the first half of the bus stop down the backstretch at Watkins Glen, like flat. <laughs> Everybody was like, what the hell was that? He was like, I can, I can go faster. <laughs> it just, it, you know, when you put somebody like that, or like a Romain Grosjean, right? Yeah. Granted, I think he's going to deal with, how truly not successful Andretti kind of is right now. Andretti's IndyCar program is not very good. I well, think I that's mean, what's going to be when, a when you have Alexander Rossi wrecking almost every race. Yeah, that'll do that. Yeah, I think that it's going to show more shortcomings in the team than it would with Romain Grosjean. But I mean, you can see how much he's had a resurgence. The racing here in America, as much as we had joked about it, is a lot more Grilling. focused. Yeah, it's, it's much more focused on the wheel-to-wheel, close racing, close parity in the cars than it is the most extravagant, overthought, over-engineered, high-end technologies and exotic materials kind of thing that Formula One is. So yeah. when you do get that type of a machine, again, after having to spend some time on other things, I don't know, it's the same reason why LMDH is going to become the, the top level 
for the FIA. Yep. Which, by the way, that was such a cool picture. I don't know if you had seen it. Uh, Mohammed Ben Salayam and uh, the president of uh, Daytona. I can't remember his name. This is ill-preparedness again. But the picture of them together because Daytona, which is IMSA and where they're based out of, and the FIA, they're going to be converging their top, top prototype formula. Anyway, the point <coughs> is, it was cool to see that. John Duhan also- is the IMSA president. Was John Duhan. Okay. <coughs> I wasn't sure. But thing that was that was pretty rad to see too. And before I think I'm being, you know, all kind of nationalist, whatever. Like <laughs> that's why I'm saying like whew, American racing and like what we have for a product here and like what the methodology and the theory has been to get there, you know, like to how to really engineer and formulate the racing series. He's mocking me. <laughs> I see this guy just over here. I'm struggling. <laughs> Get the words out. No coffee. No coffee and you're asking me you to do the St. John, damn it. <laughs> so I have a water and caffeine by a non-sponsored company that should sponsor us in Celsius. Um, <laughs> give, give your best Celsius ad right now. Oh, I can't do that right now. Come Three, on. two, what and actually, I drink this stuff all the time because it's good. Bam, Celsius. This is why we have no sponsors, Chris. <laughs> they should still sponsor us. I can come up with an actual thing if I can actually, like, you know, write a script. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I could read a teleprompter better than some people in this country. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> we we all know exactly. So whoever just came to mind when he said that, that's them. That's who we're talking about. Yep, that's we're talking <laughs> that was who we were talking about. I'm glad you picked up. We're talking about. Yep. <laughs> yep. Perfect. And if it wasn't who we happen to be talking about, then you're pretty judgmental for thinking about somebody else, huh? Oh, wow. Assholes. <laughs> People. All of you. No. Psychology. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so preposterous. <laughs> provocative no it's not it gets the people going <laughs> more cowbell <laughs> <laughs> this is the random bullshit that we're talking about when we're recording because this is grade a shit right here yes, shitterino <laughs> <laughs> this is grade a shitterino Jim. i know i'm waiting i've been waiting to see if jack wagon was going to join us today but it doesn't appear he's going to do so yeah, I'm kind of thinking now, though, that his picks, when we get to that later in the show, he just lost any sort of custody over his own picks. We, yeah. I think we should choose them for him now. We're choosing them this week for him. Yeah, like, like, you know how, like, you can go racing and, like, maybe, like, something in the car breaks or whatever, and so might, somebody might have, like, a rental you could use, or somebody might let you rent another car so that you have a car to run? This is going to be, like, the rental picks. Brandon's going to get like all the, the spare kit that we have to put together one <laughs> rolling chassis dumpster fire of a, <laughs> of a set of picks. <laughs> Hold up. This is completely off topic, but in one of our group chats, this one dude said that you guys are being a bunch of ducks today. God, what the hell? Bunch we're, all of sending ducks? GIFs. we're all sending gifs of ducks. Well, he, he, he meant to say, you know, autocorrect. Oh, yeah. See, but, my I'm over here. Like, do ducks get up early, or like, <laughs> <laughs> do, are you <laughs> <just> lazy? <laughs> 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 I 
That was what my first instinct was. But, uh, <laughs> oh, we're all sending we're all sending gifts or gist, however the hell you pronounce it. And Am the, I like a duck? <laughs> but we're all doing that this morning. Oh, it's great. Anyway, well, uh, I'm like a bird. I'm gonna lay an egg. <laughs> this is just how off track we are. Our minds are going a mile a minute, but we are not focused at all. On the chip. Just wait until this whole, you know, like water mixture, water fuel mixture thing that's boiling over here is ready. That's going to be. We probably should. We've rambled for about a half or like 20 minutes already. Yeah. We Well, yes. Kind of ish. Yeah. 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 Kind of. It's been very intelligent, but we were kind of. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a coherent nothingness. For sure. We were kind of idiots for a portion. Uh, I really, really liked Darlington. I did too. I think the next gen car really, really oh, showed well great. there. Performed great. Uh, the trucks actually weren't as much of a shit show, but still kind of were. Yeah. Um, John Hunter won. I mean, no surprise he finally won a race this season, right? I think it was bound was- to happen. I look at I look at his win and Logano's win from these past weekends is like this was the weekend where the guys that were owed a pick, you know what I mean? Like owed to contribute yeah. to having that win and now being in the postseason, we're gonna it, it just played out that way. You sort of knew that that KVM truck of JHN was gonna be it would get up there. We knew eventually he was gonna win. He's warming it up for Kyle Bush next season. <laughs> oh, if anything, he's gonna take that 54 ride next season in Xfinity. Um, it could happen. It could certainly happen. I'd rather see him in there. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. Well. Well. We will see. We'll, we'll. We'll get there. I will let you steer this recap ship because that was one thing that, with Kyle Busch, I noticed. Yeah. He he doesn't seem. He doesn't really bothered. Care. He doesn't care. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Granted, the car was broken. And yeah. so, like, you know, the whole, like, in regards to the pit, leaving the car in the pit lane and just getting out of it and, like, walking away. And I get that because he did also get fined there for the whole cone thing. Yeah. Jokingly, I, I was, somebody I was watching the race with was, like, his response to the press question should have been something like, yeah, well, every cone is $1,000. <laughs> That's why I left it there. <laughs> because that would have been funny and not obnoxious. <laughs> I just don't think he gives a shit anymore. But that truck program running how it's running, I mean, let's be real here. That win at JHN, in all seriousness, did show why he's not bothered. Because he's got assets. You know, he's got things that are still going that yeah. will keep money coming in. And It was cool to see JHN finally get a win, though. It was scary, though, the post-race. Did you see the, the beer get thrown at him? Oh, yeah. Jesus. That was insane. That would have, like, probably knocked him out cold. <laughs> Red trailer trash, rednecks of the south at its finest. Um, <laughs> my mom had gone to Darlington like three years in a row when they were both races there. In fact, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my little brother has roots to Darlington. I'll put it that way. And you are oh, truly God. out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you oh, are God. truly out. <laughs> selling you out. <laughs> I'm selling you out. You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> But that track, she was telling me yesterday, after Mother's Day, belated to my mom. I spent the day watching the race with her. That was all she wanted. She wanted to watch the race with the boys. Um, she was saying, you are truly out in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's scary. She said to get out to that part of South Carolina, they landed 
in whatever major airport it was nearby and then got on a twin prop plane that had like 15 people to get closer to the track. That's how out in the middle of nowhere that place is. Darlington is truly in like the T-H-E-E sticks. <laughs> he said the T-H-E-E sticks. <laughs> they are in the sticks. <laughs> when, you, when you talk about the sticks, they're like, oh, it's from sticks. That's the sticks that they are from. That's that group of. The results uh, from the truck race. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to get back on topic a little bit yeah yeah oh yeah yeah okay um john hunter one carson hosevar two i want to see hosevar win so bad dude i fell for him Vote i for really Pedro. fell for him <laughs> that, that was a bummer man he's gonna get there he's gonna get there reddick and reddick is due hosevar is due They've become like the new kyle larson remember when kyle larson took forever for him to finally get that win they're once he did they have the new they're the new Kyle Larson. Yeah. I mean, I, I I looked at Kyle Larson a lot like Casey Kane until he went to Hendrick. I think it's very – well, yeah. not the same career path, obviously, but, uh, yeah, for reasons. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> I racing. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that was a blessing in disguise for him. Oh, yeah. And he I mean, did get kicked out of the sport, be brought back in with a promotion and win a championship. Yeah. I mean, he, he of course lost a lot and suffered a lot from all that and how it went down. And well, you know, yeah. But, yeah. I think the only way he makes money is based off the, uh, um, what's it called? It's not sponsors. Uh, the purse. Did you say sponsors, endorsements? The purse from the races. True. Yeah. True. But anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, so far, he's one of those guys that he needs to break through soon. Yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he is. He is. Uh, Enfinger got third. Majeski fourth. Klingerman fifth. Klingerman is so fast. Every truck race he runs, dude. Yeah, dude. I don't know why he hasn't had. Well, I do know why he hasn't had more of a shot, but sometimes that's just what happens. Sometimes it, I feel like I look at him and maybe it's when guys step away from the seat or step away from that promised ride that you have, it's when you start to get better. I was low-key kind of hoping Trevor Bain was going to hop in the next gen too, you know, just for that same reason, just to see, like, now you haven't been could, doing it for a while. It, we could see it next weekend, pending. Good. Yeah. Good. Again, sorry, I'm getting this off topic. I'm trying better for everybody listening to stay more focused because <laughs> I want to joke around and do the shit with Chris because yeah. that's just kind of what we do. But that's we do have a, an end goal. We have a... We have a mission statement now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know what the mission is. That's our mission statement. <laughs> Anyways, I guess we can hop into Xfinity then. Um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of shit that really happened, like, insanely. Like, it was a rather yeah. homer race until the final laps. Yeah, it was pretty sudden, tame until the end. Yeah, it was good entertainment until the end, and then the end was just entertaining shit show. But I feel like that's every series. Uh, Justin Allgaier wins. Noah Gregson second. Riley Herbst third. 
And John Hunter Nemechek fourth in the Stillhouse car. <laughs> Dude, I saw. Whoa, okay. <laughs> He's getting all kinds of shit. We're going out full wind ahead. He's a full mask with that car. That was a good looking car, though. That was so that sexy. That was a really good looking car. Oh, I God, that. that car was sexy. I didn't even know Stillhouse was making vodka now. I know. I haven't been able to find it in Michigan like the past two years. Dude, I've been able to find everything else. We need to get them in touch with Haas. Because they can have a vodka sponsor that's made in America on yes. an American car. And then you can have your Russian influence. Or American because car. you're American, you get a bourbon or a whiskey on the car because you're fucking American. You know, could you imagine if there was like a Budweiser car again and it happened to be the Haas car? Or a Bush light car? Or like something along those lines? There's already a Bush light Haas car, you genius. Oh, in the F1? Or no, in, in NASCAR, series. because NASCAR yeah. is for rednecks. And, you know, people that like cars go Stuart, I didn't say Stuart Haas. Yeah, yeah, it's still a Haas car. What beat you, bro? Jack wagon. <laughs> 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 that was awesome last night. We had a friend that went off on online. Anyway, I'm going to distract us again. Chris, <laughs> keep it rolling. Uh, I mean, we we're this. pretty distracted already. Riley Hurst, speaking of Haas cars. Where the hell did he come from? He okay. He's another one that I'm not sure is getting enough attention. I think in terms of how much he's developed that car. That's because every year we all know. Okay, here's my thing with Riley Herbst. His first like year year or so in Xfinity and trucks, yeah, god awful. Like should not have been on the racetrack. Like he was right. Causing wrecks like crazy. I can now, agree with that. Like the past, I'd say, 25 races in Xfinity Series, nine times out of 10, whenever he's caught up in a wreck or, you know, is the one. It wrecking, hasn't been his fault. It hasn't been his fault. No. It has not been his fault. I can maybe and- think of one time that it was his fault. Can I pinpoint it off the top of my head? No. But I do remember one time in the past. I'll say year that it was probably his fault. He's learning. And that's what I was going to say is he's developing that car granted. Like, yeah, they had, you know, really good drivers in the past there in that Xfinity program without needing to go up through the whole thing and list them all. But th- there's always changes in motorsport. Cars are constantly changing just because somebody had a grasp on the car at one point. doesn't mean they will always have a grasp on that car. You know what I mean? Like other teams catch up. And as we're seeing in the cup series now, I think Riley Herbst deserves a little bit of a nod of like how much he is just, He's keeping the car on the racetrack. You yeah. keep the car on the racetrack, then you start to tell what's going on. Then you make the right adjustments. I was happy to see him perform where he had performed. Now, does does he have a lot of money from family? Yes, we all know that. That is. But who doesn't at this day? Yeah. At this day and age, like who doesn't? Even the Cup Series, right? Like it, they they all everybody comes here from money. Yeah. Our, our dearest friend who I wish would wake his ass up to get on here again, would tell you. But I will also say, I am glad that for the Z-Series throwback, which is the sim racing league that Chris and I run in, um, you didn't go with just another Wrangler for Hellman's car. There were three of them in the Xfinity race. Yep. Or two. Whatever it was, it's too many. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I expect it from a junior motorsports car. Yeah, but yeah, I expect a uh, senior or a junior or a DEI of some kind of throwback, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. Or RCR throwback, whichever. I expect okay. it. Um, I'm really upset that Noah Gregson can never run a throwback because either Black Rifle Coffee or Bass Pro is too much in their fucking own arrogance to sorry i used yeah one. um yeah he did use up one you know it's wild though all right so this is a side unrelated thing kind of but with black rifle do you know why travis pastrana left red bull he he's now sponsored solely yeah. as a black rifle coffee coffee company yeah. athlete because he wanted to try and do different things the yeah. irony of that when i had heard that that was part of why they he can't have a throwback on the nine car really is because black rifle doesn't want to say they come off the hood that was outrageous well they're on they're on the quarter panel they're not even on the hood bass pro is on the hood right but they have enough influence on how the car is designed like every other sponsor you know i thought that was pretty dramatic ridiculous irony like that was a little bit delusional like what i was like the brand that's all about doing shit different than everyone else doesn't want to right yeah whatever whatever i also think true timber has a factor in that too but you know and i i think that car also he's been running that same paint scheme for so long somebody will throw back to him at some point in, I was in the future say, the, the the irony is yeah if it ain't broke don't fix it but that silver is pretty iconic for him that silver and orange has become a thing for gregson Dude, it's kind of like how Joey ran the shell pennzoil with the scallops for like a decade. So, you know. Sorry, I missed my unmute button there. I'm, we're going big brain this morning, as you can yeah. see how focused I am on just making a cup of coffee. That coffee on <laughs> deck. Trying. Hey, and you saw it. What did I do before that? Yeah. Yeah. Agua. 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 Water, important. I don't drink it enough. It's agua from the sink. Yeah, you're going to just like do the same thing as you did last week, but change up the words. <laughs> Walk around and find out. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know what I'm going to say half the time, man. I saw an ad the other day from Maxwell House. Today. Yeah, I'm a little on the chips. I saw an ad the other day from Maxwell House. I was thinking about when I came on here one morning, and I started singing that randomly. <laughs> from Mexico. No, the, Mac, the Maxwell House song. You remember that I we I can't sing it and you will not leave it in the <laughs> you won't leave it in here. I, I might it. leave it for the memes. What you mean? Well, that <laughs> someone would, be, would clip that. <laughs> that would be truly incredible. Yeah, watch my actual job. They'll be like, "Did you say this?" <laughs> yeah, we're watching everything you do. <laughs> you know, like, oh, uh, cool. Didn't know that one. Thanks. <laughs> Well, what really tipped us off was all of a sudden all the marketing ads for you wanting Maxwell House coffee. Really strange. (laughs) (laughs) The cup race, though, speaking of Joey Logano and the the scallop throwback scheme, I kind of like smoking Joe. I, dude, I'd like to. I like that nickname. Oh, yeah. Why didn't that stick through the years? I wonder. Because he was known as sliced bread, bro. Yeah, but yeah, smoking Joe sounds a hell of a lot cooler than sliced bread. Sliced bread. <laughs> no, uh-huh. that was a great race. Um, I honestly can't, I can't think of many complaints with it. There was a lot no, the, of cars that did not finish. That was what I was gonna say. Was rather than I think you know, and, and I know that 
some people have noticed we're not going in as depth in depth of the yeah. what the rundown was and just kind of give our reactions kind of given our own two cents yeah because we you know i think that especially now just a little quick 30 second side rant also it we're trying to encourage people to go actually watch the highlight clips and go see go look up go on youtube and see you know what the racing looked like because it really wasn't something you could describe very well i can say the cars seem like they're not sensitive aerodynamically to being on the wall the amount of wow nice hip <laughs> checked his mic <laughs> drop his shoulder um the way the car is racing you kind of have to see it you have to see it for us to yeah. give a really good accurate review on how the race went i watched the whole thing flag to flag you know and i i don't I think, think i could the describe only time it. i didn't was like once or twice when i checked on the f1 race yeah that was it well that was the other thing too was like this is a, another great example of motorsports as a whole mm-hmm. it really having a fantastic display in america you know like that the f1 race i watched the, the nascar race flag to flag because i knew like i could look away and i wasn't going to miss a whole lot and that's the only point of contention i still have yep. some of these races are a little bit long like i'm all for the the endurance aspect of it but so at what point in endurance versus attrition? You know what I mean? Here's my thing. I've said it before. I'll say it again. No cup race besides the two Daytona races, the two Talladega races, the mm-hmm. Coke 600, and the Southern yep. 500. Mm-hmm. No NASCAR race needs to be more than 300 to 350 miles max. Agreed. That includes Agreed. Michigan and Auto Club. Agreed. You only need to do 150 laps at those tracks. You don't need to do 200. Or if, if, if you want the namesake, why not switch to kilometers? Yeah. I hate I to say it that way. I don't think way. it'll ever happen because America, but... Um, they, they, they still do it. The Watkins Glen race for years has been kilometers. Watkins Glen is... The Phoenix races have always been... And Phoenix also. Thank you. I was going to say, there's some tracks that are actually fun racing fact of the day, I suppose. There's a lot of them that NASCAR's already done that. But my, my point is, right? Like, if you told me this is the Southern 500 and it's 500 kilometers instead of 500 miles and nowhere in the broadcast did they say yeah. that difference, would you, would you really notice it? Like, you want to know. If they don't say miles, you want to know. It would have ended the same way. Yeah. And we touched on this a couple of weeks ago. And this is the only point of the, tra- the race that I wanted us to give like an actual like five, 10 minute spirit of discussion on was that move legitimate or not yes i think so my reason i think so people need to get their panties out of a twist and realize just because it's joey logano you can't fucking pussy sorry that's the second one um i'll edit that part uh no i won't no i won't i don't care um people need to get their heads out of their asses when it comes to joey logano especially with the move last night he made the correct move right there. William Byron started acting like a bitch in the post-race interview. He called Joey an idiot and a moron. When um, I'm sorry, but everyone in the and their brother saw that you backed up that corner massively. And yeah. for people online saying that Joey should have gone lower than him, Byron was already below the. That's the not how that line. works. You so, can't go any lower and keep the car straight. You you can't. That's no. the thing that you're not seeing if you're 
the track McDarlington that I enjoy, but you have to have seen the race in there enough is that it's not really painted. The track's not painted. Right. So that sounds like, Oh, okay, whatever. But like, when you think about it in terms of watching on TV, you just see this huge, massive concrete pad that looks like almost, you know, it's asphalt, but like you get my point, right? There's a big gray opening. You don't see that there's different layers of banking, like different levels of banking. The apron, the drop off is so intense. You, you weight jack the car so bad. That's the one thing I saw yesterday that I really enjoyed. And I think attributed to why Byron didn't wasn't able to catch it. Okay. So Byron said he had a right rear issue, right? Mm-hmm. He said they're starting to get a right rear issue. So you're going slower already. And then you want slightly a little more up. Just slightly a little more. <laughs> you had to sell me out, didn't you? I was being quiet, just adjusting my camera because I sat down. I know, but you kept like adjusting it. I'm like, come on. Um, <laughs> I need help. Shit. Uh, <laughs> this is why I need you. <laughs> so, they go into the corner. They're already below that, that you know, racing line, right? They're already below it right. going into the They're corner. They're already in the gray. Yeah. And people are like, oh, he should have gone lower. Why? He couldn't. If he did, he would have spun out. Actually, they probably both would have wrecked if he went lower. If he goes to the top side, Byron's just going to drive it up the track into him. Mm-hmm. And then Byron said that uh, Joey should have made the race competitive or however he worded it, you know. Um well, that was kind of where I was going with this. And it's if Joey did that, Reddick would have won. He could have done it worse too. Like he could have done a lot worse than that. He could have made sure nobody finished. Yeah. I, I don't know. William Byron needed to be raced hard like that, and that's gonna happen. And it, it, the the thing that makes me sad it's funny is that Byron good, does it all the time, but it goes unnoticed because all his fangirls don't complain about shit. That well, includes all I you do. iRacing boys too, because you're mm-hmm. fangirls of him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's the worst. It's really the worst because yeah. you, like you, ha- you, you can't equate if you've only ever done sim racing. First of all, you can't really hate on to, like the, the level of like true hate, like a level of like people yeah. hating Joey Logano just because you wrecked William Byron. And it's funny it's- because some of you, some of you guys that sim race, I know how you guys race online. You guys race like, yeah, shit. it's that's, that you was part of the irony. I was saying <laughs> you cannot <laughs> say a it. damn thing. Some of you guys that are Byron fangirls and race online, you cannot say a single damn thing. You said it. I have seen you wreck guys for literally no reason other than laughs. He, I, you said it. Like, the thing that's wild to me, and this isn't a knock against Logano or Byron, but why in NASCAR now is a good finish something where there's beating and banging coming to the line? Why is it like it's not a good finish unless there's – beating and banging coming to the line like everybody's like oh it's a great finish great finish finally seeing like real hardcore close yeah and then the moment we have it someone gets pissed because it just so happens to be two of the most aggressive guys in the sport people don't notice that william byron is really aggressive it's not part of the etiquette it's never been part of the etiquette in stock race you put in open wheel or even sports car racing like in my own personal experience i can tell you you have that 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 shit in those sports you're flipping or either that, you're just going to get a penalty. Flat yeah. out, you're, you're going to penalize you for avoidable contact is yeah. what's going to happen. Where the world's I, you know, a lot of other people come from. But like in stock car racing, we talked about Formula One, right? We talked about in previous podcast episodes about how, yeah. But the racing counter, in America. It is. And like, I'm, I'm all for that. However, what I don't like, and I think in a weird way, I had thought of you when we talked about with Mike Joy, I don't like that there's such an emphasis on that beating and banging coming to the line. Like that's, I'm not saying Joy Logano did anything wrong. I'm not, no, I don't want to get the perfect this move. 
I just don't like that. That's the product. Like that's the 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 whole like mantra of like oh you run down the line like Earnhardt would wreck him. The senior would rattle his cage a little bit every time. Yeah. So what? People didn't like senior until you know sadly what had happened really happened. He was an incredibly popular American here on Icon, but he raced people not not great. He kind of raced, raced people, people dirty. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he just he would just apologize for it later. Which He'd be like oh I, I just meant to rattle right? his cage. Uh you, loved- you threw him into the wall, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I grew up in a house where my mother was a, a, a diehard, massive Jeff Gordon fan, had been a fan of NASCAR since she was born. You know, like, won't give that away, mama. But for a long time, she's been following NASCAR. My- <laughs> Select your words carefully. <laughs> she listens to these because good boy, whatever. She would be calling father, you right though- after me like, what the hell did you say? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Gee, thanks, Siege. <laughs> really appreciate that one. But no, seriously, I-, I grew up in that house where then my dad was a huge Dale Earnhardt fan because when he married my mom, he wanted to get into racing. And that was who he related to as a hardworking, you know, blue collar guy. Yeah. And so that was the, the constant, I, I very much remember the 90s, like mid, late 90s and how that racing was. And yeah, well, <laughs> these are the times, though, that make me glad that I remember that because the finishes were not always this way. Guys cared about not needing to make contact. Again, I'm not saying Joey Legondre did anything wrong. But what I'm saying is why is there, you know, a, it has to be contact to come to the line. You're allowed to block as many times as you want. F1 yesterday, you make more than one move under the brakes and you're getting a penalty. Why can't we incorporate some of that? Again, it's never been um, that way, but why can't we incorporate some of it? Because America. Even if you don't enforce it with penalties, like I, I stand by this. Why can't we America. put an emphasis on clean racing? America. That's why. I don't know. Where did all these, where did majority of these guys come from? Southeastern. No, I'm States. talking about the racers now. Depends on what, I mean, they come up. track Saturday night under the lights, beating and banging. Well, yeah, all right, all but here's the thing. Their lives. But all right, I would I will challenge you on that point because if you had Brandon on here right now and he asked, we asked him, somebody does that at his local track, right? If somebody does that in any of the small short tracks where they're bringing their super their family super late model car to, like he's not happy because that's that's stuff being lost, that's that's money being lost. When you're it's, it's, when you're a blue collar team, yes, but yeah, a lot of these guys came from a TRD program, came from a Ford program, came from a Chevy program, came from a Hendrick program, came from a Gibbs program, let alone a manufacturer program. So they were coming through the ranks with just a shit ton of money behind them. Right. No doubt. But like if I, if I were to look at things, what I'm saying is it's a more retrospective, like an introspective, excuse me, way of looking at yourself as a driver and saying it matters to me fuck you. I passed you without making any contact. I used one up there and I'm sorry because that's the point I'm trying to get across to me. Right. As a driver, if I could pass somebody without touching him once, that was, that was everything. And nobody was mad at me because I wasn't tearing up other people's equipment. Why is that not the, and this is an open-ended question. There's no right or wrong answer to this. It's just something that bothers me. And I know there's reasons that I can draw in my head to why I think this is happening, but I don't like that. There's this emphasis on you have to drive through the leader to get yeah. around him. Like it was one thing at the, the dirt race. Okay. I, I get I, that. Like, but I don't this- think this was necessarily driving through him. I think it was the fact that Byron. Okay. To people that don't like Logano. Yeah. He drove through him. But okay, I'm not saying else, anything wrong. Cause I get what you're saying. I anyone do. else that was watching this race saw that, you know, 
the fact that Byron said, oh, well, he drove in there 10 miles an hour faster. No, you drove in there 10 miles an hour slower than you had been every other lap. You checked him up. It's yeah. part of the race graph, no doubt. You went Nobody to did check him right up. Wrong. Coming to the white flag, you think he was going to lift for you because you slowed down right in front of him? You're coming to the white flag. You're not paid to go 100% the entire race until the final lap and then go 70%. No, you're paid to go 100% the entire race. And I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I understand the necessary evil of being at this level and being in that kind of a ride. I'm just, you know, I, I I'm, hope I'm more, understand. I'm more voicing my displeasure with fans. Not, not you. And not I, you. No, no, I'm, oh, no, I'm, I'm not. I, this is none of this is directed towards you. This oh, is no, all, no this way, is all no way. fans. I didn't think it was at all. <laughs> we do this all the time for anybody that's listening. They need to give their balls a tug. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to put it, I think, because at the end of the day, right? This is not Formula One. This is not IndyCar. There is not the same consequences. So as a driver, you get a little bit more tools to work with. As Max Pappas would say, you got to think about your tools. These are the tools of your trade: the fender, the bumper. Your steering input, your throttle, your brake, how you carry mom- your momentum and where you're going to go with it, knowing that before you get there, right? Those are the tools of the trade, if you will. And I get it. I totally get it. Like you, you have to go, you got to push. Yeah. But at the same breath, I, I don't know. I, I digress. I would like to see maybe some more clean racing for the wins at some of these races, yeah. just to take that away. If it, they were side by side, like they're doing one of these, they're adoring each other, like a Kurt Busch and Ricky Craven almost at Darlington that year. I mean, that was even borderline excessive, but they both kept rolling and kept yeah. each other rolling when it was happening. Like, I, that's a true beaten and banging hard racing finish because wrecking was never an option for either of them. I just think William Byron needs to realize that he's not Mr. Perfect. I, he needs I don't to realize I that. Wonder, uh, I wonder if he had a little bit of a Ty Gibbs moment there. Oh, dude, he was a piss boy so bad in that poster. He was not happy just because he was a it was piss him. boy 100%. I mean, I get there's a lot of emotion. You lost the race. Yes. But for you to say that that was all Joey's fault, it wasn't. You yeah. backed up the corner excessively compared to many laps before that. Kansas is going to be interesting. It's going to be a bottom feeder. Let's, let's kick this off, this little last segment that we always do with who is just the favorite part of it going into Kansas based on what you've seen so far. I mean, I mean, I think you got to look at Chastain still the mile and a half, the tracks where you're on the throttle a lot, the tracks where you got to, I want to say Darlington, you're feathering the throttle because you're using a lot of brake, but all the rest Mm. of the tracks, that require a lot of on throttle time you're feathering the throttle more in the corners yeah you're just trying to breathe it right as opposed to like check up like I slow down rotate the car gotta look at chastain for sure i think i would describe what you just said is i would you want you're rolling the center a lot more than you are slowing down for the corner yeah yeah, yeah. I, I got what you i get what you mean i think that's a really good way to look at it i think my favorite is truex at a place like Kansas, because it looks to me like that, those Toyotas now they're starting to find some stability and now you're going fast enough at a place like Kansas, that arrow is going to matter. And the car has a lot of downforce, which is why it's kind of struggled with super speedways. The Toyotas are so inconsistent though. Mm -hmm. Like they're either bad fast or they're terrible. I think they have a little bit of a Mercedesism going on right now, which is the car is so sensitive to all these changes and they're not finding the correlation between fast and slow. Like they're making changes and they, 
Mercedes actually said it at Miami, Miami this past weekend. They were making changes in the car that were making progress. And then they would take that change back and the car wasn't where it was before. Yeah. Like the car didn't go back to when, before you made that change. Like they could not make any sort of connection or heads or tails to like, we did this, we got this result. All their algorithms are like, just kind of screwed right now. Yeah. I think Gibbs is sort of going through something like that. Plus their pit road performance has not helped them at all. But I think that of all of them, MTJ's team is really one of the only ones that seems to have at least been consistent enough to give him no they mistakes have. on pit road. So I'm going 19 for the favorite. Okay. One to watch. Now you, oh, you gave us go- new rules for this now. Yes. What can you please give me a brief rundown okay. of them? So what I want to do is I want the favorite to be either someone in the top 10 in points or someone that is historically great at this track. That's what I want it to be. So, you know, and then one to watch is 11th to 15th. Dark Horse is anyone beyond 15th in points. So our one to watch, which is the next one we do. So you got to be 11th to 15th in points or someone that's, you know, they're, 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 they're solid there, but they're not going to be a winning driver there. I should probably pull up the points So your here. guys that are 11th through 15th in points are Harvick, Amarola, Briscoe, Dylan, and Reddick. I'm okay. going to go AD as a one to watch. And I want to go Eric Amarola. Okay. For the, the sole – well, you go, you go first. You okay. go first. Why? So AD. He's been because I agree been, with that one. That's a good one. That's a good been one. Pretty to watch. consistent this year. He's looked good. Yeah, he's looked good. He hasn't looked race winning good every time, but he's looked good. I think uh it's just a track that you gotta get your way around. You know, it's not it's not it's Kansas is yeah, it's a cookie cutter, but you're you're gonna need to you know it's at least a little corner. Like you said, it's a like, little bit more unique of a cookie cutter, though. I yeah. mean, it's a typical mile and a half, a typical, you know, that area of banking. But I mean, it is definitely unique in its own way. For my, as far as mile and a half go, Kansas is pretty unique. But I agree. Slightly different. Yeah, but this one is, I think, the the geometry and whatnot too. After that, they they did the big repave and stuff. I think it was twenty thirteen or something like that. And I look at Eric Amarola and when you know his injury happened i you know i get what that kind of feels like he's always going for the last time going there if someone's going to be driving with maybe a little bit of a chip on their shoulder to really like man this place don't mean shit to me kind of mentality it it would be him okay no that's solid now we got to give a favorite for brandon and the one to watch Kyle Larson <laughs> no no we're not going to give him that all right we're going to go by let's let's do 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 this way instead by your rules, the favorite can be just about anybody, right? Yeah, basically. Well, his his favorite is Kyle Busch. Yeah. So we we give him Kyle Busch as his right. favorite. His one to Brandon, watch. we're being we're gonna be nice to you for now. His one to watch will be hmm. Chase Briscoe. Okay. Is one to watch we chase Briscoe. Brandon, we're literally giving you points <laughs> for a game that you're not playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not here and playing with us. Dark Horse. Dark Horse can be anyone beyond 15th in points. Okay. So with that being said, 
I'm going to go Daniel Suarez. Interesting. Because he looked really good. a track house car. He, he did. looked really good yesterday. And he's in a track house car. Mind you, Ross Chastain is fifth in points. Uh, Daniel Suarez is 17th in points. He is currently 18 points out of the playoffs. He and he has had bad luck. So I, I agree with that. I agree with that, that he's dark horse. Yeah. This is going to be a controversial one, but I'm going Ricky Stenhouse. He's because that car has shown some speed. Yeah. They found something on that 47. And he's something. an RCR Alliance. Yeah. Is that he's an RCR or is that a hundred? I think it's RCR. I could be wrong, but all right. But does it matter either way? It, it does. Right. Yes, it does matter because we want to get the right information out. Um, yeah, but yeah. but my point is that they're in alliance with a, a higher level team, so their equipment that they're getting that they're leasing throughout the year. You know, you lease like five engines, and as you have to cycle through them or go to a backup, that's when you break another seal and what all that good stuff. The parts and pieces are coming from there, right? And there's again, we say it every week. There's way more buying than there is building. I think that when you're buying parts from one of the top level teams, which both of the top Chevrolet teams are right now, you can't really go wrong and you just have to start putting the pieces together. And there was never a question of if Ricky Stenhouse had legitimate talent. As much as he's the, the meme lord of all meme lords there ever were, he, he does have talent as a driver. He just doesn't it is always Hendrick. make the best decision. It is Hendrick. Thank you. But okay, so either way, like, would you? Would you have wanted any not of the Hendrick guys? <laughs> so like 47, I think it's a pretty fair dark horse. They're yeah. getting quicker. Who's Brandon's dark horse? <sighs> Himself. <laughs> no. Um, That's you know what? Let's, I think, how about this? Why don't we leave that blank? And Brandon, you're going to have to comment on this Instagram post. If you want these points, if you want these last two of a dark horse and a, I don't know how the points are going to work. I think we're slowly uh, starting his, to get stay, His stay away pick is going to be uh, William Byron. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll give him stay away from William Byron, and we'll let him describe why. And then he has to give us a dark horse. Who's his dark horse? Because I do care that Brandon's breakdown and his analytics of the – I think my stay away from is going to be – He's deep in thought. He's eating his sweatshirt strings. Interesting, Kyle Bush. Yeah. Do I really even want to ask why? Because I could already come up with like 10 different reasons why. Yeah, you can probably pick any of those 10 reasons and they're all factual statements as to why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Indubitably, yes. Indubitably. I would stay away from, I would stay away from, I would, I wouldn't go near that man with, no, this, he, he just, he seems toxic lately, dude. I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe it's just this persona on TV. Maybe they're just doing him dirty and not asking the right questions or not giving him enough time in the interviews to pressure to get a more candid response. But I would want to stay away from the 18 also. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know who my stay away from necessarily would be. I almost want to say I would stay away from Chase Elliott because there's something about him lately that he seems like he's overdriving what he's got. Like that, that wreck in Darlington, I get in practice, it yeah, happens. You have to find the limit. Finish fifth. Right. Which, yeah. you know, but that, well, you know what? No, I, I don't, don't keep that. I, I'll, I'll put that as an honorable mention because I feel like that's a low hanging pick Be, because yes, he's had some on track instances, he's but he's leader by 65 points. Correct. But he, oh. he has to, 
he keeps pushing really hard to get to those limits. I'm, I'm thinking of this as a, from a driver point of view, as much as an engineering point of view, right? Like if you're pushing to find the limits, they're putting something really extravagant of a setup or something in that car off the truck for it to be handling that evil, you know? But I also know that Kansas could have the, the potential to be a very fast racetrack, like yeah, a very, very fast. Like a big one type of wreck. We've seen it yeah. numerous times there, honestly. Think Vegas, but just a lot more grip, a lot yeah. more grip and a lot smoother of a racetrack than what Vegas is. There's a lot so, of bumps at Kansas. Right. You, you look at how Vegas played out, because that's what my head is kind of thinking at for stay away from, I suppose. I kind of want, I kind of want to say one of the, the ones you'd expect, and that's like Harvick. I would stay away from somebody like, uh, screw it. I'll go with Kevin Harvick to stay away from because he, I think, is starting to find success. He's fast, but these cars don't respond and do what he's used to. You know, like when you've raced stock cars your whole life, you're, you're racing with something that's very much like the Xfinity car, what we have now, not like what we've got with this sequential gearbox and stuff like that. That's why Ross Chastain, that's why William Byron, these guys that were in Sims with high quick ratio steering and, you know, sequential gearboxes and tons of different disciplines and whatever of cars, I think probably has a little bit more of a natural feel and why Chase is leading. He's got all the experience with the IMSA stuff he's done and the rallycross stuff. Guys like Kevin Harvick don't. So yeah, I'm going to stay away from the Ford this weekend because why not? I don't have much more reason behind it than I just think you can't always teach an old dog new tricks. You can't, no. And I think that's one thing that it needs to be noted, I, I believe. He, Harvick is not adapting. He's he's not adapting well to the cars. No, I think you just nailed yeah, yeah, I think you nailed it. He's not adapting. Yeah. He's so, getting the car on the racetrack, but that doesn't mean you're adapting to it. You no. Know? No. And uh, it does, but doesn't, doesn't suck. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's kind of torture to see at the same time. But right yeah. now, I'm just writing down these real quick. Um, excuse me. Wow. Nice. Wow. That was <laughs> the face you made looked so uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Kansas, I'm looking forward to it. IndyCar, I'm really looking forward to starting to kick off some Indy 500 stuff. We can start talking about that next week, too. Dude, gonna be... what? Oh, wait. Oh, did I... they... Yeah, the last like, five minutes we got, we let's let's talk. Let's brush on Indy because this is a big deal coming they up. The month of May, they do. The Indy Grand Prix. Yes, sir. So, handful of years ago, for those of you that are getting up to speed with IndyCar, starting to watch more of it, especially now the F1, like we talked earlier in the show about having a larger fan base, you haven't watched IndyCar. You, need you to. are robbing yourself of a good time. You are only disappointing yourself because I have my entire life loved IndyCar and what it is and how close the racing is. And it's just such a fantastic product. The Indy 500 was for a long time, a Formula One round. That was part of the Formula One championship was to race the way, Indy 500. Way, way a long time ago. Way long time ago. But time. you want to talk about history. It is also the second longest running automobile race in history. I believe number one, if I'm not mistaken, is the Pikes Peak Hill Climb. 
Yes. Pikes Peak International Hill Climb, I believe, has run longer. The second, though, because it's roughly around the same time, is the Indianapolis 500. And then there's only, I think only there's only one F1 race that outdates any NASCAR race on the schedule, and that's Monaco. Correct. Yeah. In but Monaco in the grand scheme of, yeah, but it, in the grand scheme of just the oldest in the history of mankind, the longest running automobile races that we've ever had, the Indianapolis 500 is in the top three. So there's a lot of prestige around if you're an F1 fan. Now, one of the things, though, that Indianapolis, if you are an F1 fan, you should know, has a really badass road course at it. And Indianapolis has always embraced the month of May in Indy is the place to be. Back home again in Indiana, the springtime and the flowers and if you've never watched any other stuff from Indianapolis in the month of May, you need to. You really need to watch some of these races that are going to come up in the next few weeks at Indianapolis. There Starting off with the road course. Racetrack that I want to go to more than Daytona. Indy. Indy. I've been to Daytona. It was underwhelming. It felt like a, a huge How glorified Loudon. Um, a while ago. It, has, it was when they just did the huge renovation. It was like the first or second year after they did the big grandstand renovation. Yeah, it was a while ago. Second one since then. <clears throat> but the, the racetrack itself still has not changed, right? Indianapolis, though, I, to me, I'm with you. I think the history for a true motorsports fan, everybody that might be listening that wasn't really sure on this or hadn't expanded their motorsports horizon might be like, wait, they don't love NASCAR the best? No, not, not really. Because if you look at IndyCar, and this is where I'll, I will leave it at this for for this whole rant, right, of why you should watch this. The Indianapolis Grand Prix. Now, we watched NASCAR race there at the Cindy Road Course last year. Watching this year with these cars and this group of young guys and how hungry everybody is to get these wins early in the IndyCar season because of how much they matter. Mm-hmm. This race at the Indy Road Course to start off all of the IndyCar stuff in the month of May at Indianapolis is going to be one to watch. And I think I Romain Grosjean wait. gets his win. I can't wait for about... Four weeks from now, if I'm correct. One, two, three. Yeah. Four weeks from now. You, sir, will be at a place nearby. Oh, I will be at a place, man. I will be at a place. You want to talk about IndyCar. You want to talk about the Motor City. You want to talk about cars in general. Yep. Bell Isle Grand Prix, baby. Going to be in the infield all weekend. In case we were not keeping anything close to our vest. We want to talk about more motorsports on this show than just NASCAR. Yeah. And I think for us to start to sort of get our listeners and the people that have been listening as we we're planning to grow this thing as much as we can, of course, with we your got, help. We got something in mind that uh, we got some things in mind. Needless to say the of the Indy 500 and that entire day of international racing. Mm-hmm. We got something oh, yeah. planned for the We've got some that that's going to be coming out after that weekend. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. I just I feel as though we'd be doing a disservice to anybody that listens to this right now to not say, hey, if you really, 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 really want to experience the true like what makes people love motorsports, follow IndyCar this week, this month, just this month. Promise we'll revisit this conversation. We will. We will be revisiting this conversation a lot over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We got obviously the Indy Grand Prix this weekend. Then you got to look at NASCAR. Yeah, we're going to Kansas, mile and a half. Yeah, we got the All-Star the following weekend. Then we got the Coke 600. The same day as the Coke 600. Obviously, we have the Indy 500. They go hand in hand every year. My favorite day of the entire year. 
After a one-year off break from their scheduling, the Monaco Grand Prix is back on that day too. So we're going to have the International Day of Racing, the proper International Day of Racing, not the one we had earlier this year, the proper no. one. This is this, this is, is that is my favorite day of the year in terms of motorsports. To me, New Year's, like the new year starts the day after Memorial Day. To, to put it in perspective yeah, for you. Because that, like half the half the country, if you want to talk about the US and be, you know, patriotic and shit, half the country, it's not warm until then. Yeah. It's like the real unofficial start of like summer. Yeah. yeah. It's this real, real real start of like feeling like summer and stuff. But to me, my entire life that I the farthest back I can remember that's been my favorite day of the year is that Sunday before Memorial Day. Yep. It's gonna be a great thing, dude. I'm you so wake excited. Up. You have your coffee or your Celsius or whatever you're having. <laughs> I have my black rifle, eight ounce cold brew. <laughs> I'll say you have your black rifle, eight ounce cold brew with some still house in it. No. <laughs> Starbucks bag out of it. Get out of the shot. Get out of the shot. <laughs> we have the Starbucks bag over. Get out of it. <laughs> black rifle coffee company here to wake you up the right way or get shot. Black rifle. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is why we're not gonna ever have a sponsor or if we do they're gonna be like you ever go to like that restaurant dick slash resort where they're just an asshole to you and you pay for someone to be like <laughs> i want to experience my submissive side please insult me and i'll pay for food <laughs> we'll find a sponsor though let me do that <laughs> oh man we're having a great conversation about racing and now we're way out in left field um, <laughs> yeah, CJ's here. <laughs> He's finally on the chip. Uh, <laughs> I am on the limiter. I'm bouncing the chip. It's gonna but, be a good day. I'm excited for Kansas. I've really enjoyed this this morning. This is always a lot of fun. This is always a lot of fun. CJ, as always, my friend. As always, sir. Was a good time. It's always a good time. There's never a bad time. No, no, never. And for you guys listening, make sure to share. Share that link. Share it to anyone, honestly. As long as they like motorsports or people talk about motorsports. Or if you like to laugh at shit, too. Maybe you want to maybe get get learned. You want a good laugh? You want to learn something about motorsports or whatever? You know, hey. Or you can learn about the ineptitudes of two in their 20s guys in America. (laughs) Whatever you want. (laughs) Where you aim to please no one. (laughs) (laughs) Screw you and keep listening, please. (laughs) Hooray. (laughs) Hooray. Oh, thank you.